0: Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Stronghold. My name is Sean, and as always, I will be your host and dungeon master for the next hour as we follow along the adventures of Drummond, Freddy, and Thomas as they make their perilous way through the wild and magical Elfland. Before we get back into the story, however, let's have a little reminder of what's happened previously on the show. Last time on Stronghold... The crew found themselves in the home of Azra and Modril's family. Unlike the small homesteads they had seen in the past, however, this home was practically a hamlet, covering an entire hilltop and almost as large as their old village of Caiton. Near the very top of the hill, they found what seemed to be a large hunting hall, filled with trophies, bows, and elven hunters, who quickly discovered that these three strangers were in fact no duar traders but were something completely different, from places unknown. In short order they were introduced to Harnet, community leader and aspiring dragon-slayer. He welcomed them warmly, giving them fine swords as gifts, and inviting them to stay in his home for as long as they like. He even told Thomas that his own brother, a storyteller who lived just a little ways down the hill, might have the answers he seeks. So now they head in that direction, Draman and Freddy still unaware of Thomas' new obsession with walking through the woods forever. As you walk outside, there are many more people in that large square in front of you and they're standing around in groups, mostly pointing at you and talking amongst themselves, watching as you walk past and a few stop pretty much directly in front of you as you're trying to walk and say hello and start trying to introduce themselves with their full names of course.
1: I'm just going to ignore him.
0: <laughs> they look utterly flabbergasted. And many an elf is left sort of dumbly repeating their name to <laughs> empty air. Not knowing what to do. <laughs> um, but the, the one that was sent by Harnet to bring you to his brother's dwelling does so dutifully and with an air of pride about him for being tasked with such an important job. The house is not far away at all. Only about three or four buildings down the road that you originally came up. And he has one of the houses that whose front porch looks out off the side of the slope, just peeking over the roof of his neighbor across the way. And on that porch sits two male elves. One looking vaguely like Harnet and a little bit like Azra. And next to him, Modril.
1: I'm going to wave to Modril.
0: And he waves back. He is holding at the moment a harp looking instrument.
1: I'm going to say in my in Aulish just hello. Uh,
0: He just nods sort of question mark but the one sitting next to him the one you presume to be the storyteller brother he says hello back in you hear Aulish but everyone roll me a perception check please.
2: Twenty four. Eighteen. Eighteen.
0: Uh you all notice that the the word hello that you hear does not match up with the movement of his lips.
1: Ooh. I'm gonna like stop, look at him a little bit like sideways. Do,
0: do I know <sighs> that it's and he says What can I do for you all? Can could I, I ra- take it your the visitors that Modril has been telling me about?
3: Yes. Could I um, Arcana to see if I
0: recognize that as tongues? Yes, you could. I was about to say that, yeah. 11. Drummond, tongues is a fairly common miraculous spell that, while is not often demonstrated, is frequently spoken about, especially among the charitable, do-goody side of the religious orders that you've fraternized with throughout your your life and your training. So I have the spell. You can't say that this is definitely tongues, but this is what tongues probably looks like from the other end. Gotcha. Okay. You
3: have tongues? Yeah, I have the spell.
0: Why haven't you been using it? It's worthless. Why? We have the thing. So you stayed with Modril and our sister right here, and you spoke to the dragon. You're related to them as well? Yes, I am their brother. Interesting. Arden's brother as well.
1: Well, I had some questions I'd like to ask you.
0: Modril said you had some odd ones.
1: But I was wondering if we could speak in private.
0: Um, I suppose so.
1: And if you'd like, Modril can be there too.
0: Okay. Everyone go away. <laughs> uh, a couple of the elves who have followed you here, they look kind of confused. And <laughs> the younger ones... Don't know whether or not they have to listen to the storyteller. (laughs) And so they, just to be on the safe side, they wander like a little bit away. Some of the older ones make a more definite departure and a few stick around. Whether or not Drummond and Freddie go is something for them to decide.
1: Nah, bruh. Nah, I'm not leaving. This is some personal questions I have to ask. Well, we're in a group. We're traveling personally. No, we're traveling as a group. Personally.
2: No. Personally. We came here with you. We're Go getting away, the people. same answers you are.
3: I'm not I'm not saying anything. All I'm just right. looking well, expectantly at Thomas. I did try.
1: Can you please leave?
3: You mean us? Yeah. No. Wait a minute. What do you What do you got to ask him? That we're you your friends. Talk, you can't talk to we're us about traveling like companions.
2: companions. Whoa! So you just want us to leave you here then, since you're not our friend?
3: Yeah. Okay. I'll do the I'll same. Follow. Lackluster. Take a couple steps away, and then stand there
0: sassily. He went. <laughs> says the storyteller. I'm not moving. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the story of them not listening to me. Yeah. You were. <laughs> Storyteller. I love
2: that story. <laughs> Tell it again. Once uh, upon a
0: time, <laughs> you didn't listen to me. May then we go it is ins- today.
1: May we go inside your house this week then? Since they won't leave?
0: Very well. If you like. You know, you know what? You know what? Fine. We'll leave.
3: And he I'm not leaving. Heavily we'll stands leave. up we'll out leave. of his chair. We'll um,
0: leave. <laughs> and he goes, we'll and he we'll opens the door and leave. he gestures we'll you we'll in. Leave. He says, after you. All
1: right, I'm going to go in.
0: And he says to Modril, and you still understand him, by the way. Uh, I will be out in some amount of time. Okay, I follow him in. Uh, <laughs> nope. He he walks in after Thomas and is going to shut the door. Okay,
3: fine. I peek in. The I door s- is shut. I slam my head up I, against but the as door and put it, my can I look up.
0: in the house? I mean, is there's he, a window. Okay, I can look in <clears> the okay. door in the house. Thomas, you see Drummond looking in through the window. There are... Curtains on this window. I'm going to close the curtains. On the <laughs> the okay. Curtains. I, walk, I, put, I walk away. Okay. I put my ear up to the keyhole. I now start
3: frantically. There is no keyhole. I, st- I now start frantically trying to cast clairvoyance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Uh. Um, roll me a d10, please. Just a d10. Seven. All right. That's how many minutes it takes to get the spell going. Can I hear anything if I put my... I a? mean, does it work? Do I get to... Yes, after seven minutes of conversation, So you'll miss the, fir- the beginning of whatever I exchange with. Okay, him. okay.
2: Am I able to hear anything through the door?
0: It's pretty muffled. It's hard
2: to
3: make out. That's why I said. Now you going <laughs> to do this <curve>
1: <laughs> Okay. So so unlike you people, us, hu- <laughs> us humans, we age very quickly. We have a very short lifespan. Okay. So I've been very afraid for my life since we've gotten here. We've met nothing but like hardship and I've come very close to dying many many times. And I was Interesting. Wa- and I was wondering because I'm already almost half of my people's lifespan. Okay. And I was wondering if there was some way that I could enter the forest or of what you know about the forest.
0: Um you will have to be more specific. Modril did not tell me what you wanted to ask me about. So I've, I will need all the details from you.
1: I've heard that you people have a legend where there's some of the old and ancient that don't want to continue on with like mundane tasks. They just go for a walk, and they walk through endless woods for eternity.
0: Ah, yes, that that does happen in a number of our stories for various reasons most famously in the tale of uh male but it is there aren't many details about it it is an enigmatic and mysterious process what not what are you looking for specifically
1: i'm wondering if there's a way that i could go to that forest or if there's some way that you know of to either extend my lifespan or indefinitely become more like you, immortal.
0: Well, first of all, there is not it is not a forest. The the stories that were passed down to us say in no uncertain terms that they're not going to a forest. They are going to the forest to Forest, might be, but they are walking in... I don't know what the best way to phrase it simply would be. They are in all of the forests. And they wander from one to another in this world and all the others, endlessly. So it's not a... There's not a spot, there's not a doorway for you to pass through. In all of the stories where it happens, it is when... One of us reaches an extreme age, and there is normally some event that occurs. Uh, in the tale of Male Gethenin, his first seven sons died, and in his sorrow, he left his kingdom, his family, what remained of it, and disappeared into the forests forever and was never seen again in some tales the the walker returns for a time or more permanently or they return and in one case uh they died but that is exceptionally uncommon it sounds like for the people who go for a walk in the forest it is something that happens to them, not something they do. If I, for instance, decided that I was going to walk through the woods forever, it would not be the same. I'd just be walking normally. So I do not know how to get there myself.
1: Are any of the walkers that have returned still alive?
0: Yes, I, I think so. Generally, though, once they go, they stay they stay gone, and normally if they come back, it is for a specific reasons. In one story, uh, there was an elven maiden who, the lover she wanted, did not choose her, and she despaired to such a great extent that she went walking in the woods. She was actually quite young uh, for it to happen, I think perhaps the youngest case. Uh, Many, many, many years later, the grandchild of the lover that she wanted was in grave danger and she appeared unbidden from the woods in order to rescue him. But she returned almost immediately thereafter and that is the very much shortened version of the tale of Melwinen. Why... Why do you... I know you said you wanted to live forever, but I'm not sure the, that your people have the same relationship with the woods that ours do.
1: Yes, I've never heard of that tale until we came here.
0: Indeed. That, uh, that is not surprising, I think.
1: But yeah. I do have some questions about death. Very well. Do you have any tales if there is a next realm when you die?
0: Yes. Yes, there is.
1: I've come close to dying multiple times, and I keep seeing, like, hints of something beyond. Like, there's something covering right in front that could almost reach out.
0: Yes, there, there is a realm of the dead. There are not many entrances to the realm of the dead. Maybe three in this world. But the biggest entrance is through the world of the Duar, which is an entire world away. There's actually one fairly robust story on the subject. Uh, A long time ago, one of our gods died and had to retrieve themselves from the land of the dead. It is a complex and tiring story to tell. The short version is that he arrived there or was taken there And found himself wasting away. And had to survive in the land of the dead long enough to find an escape. uh, Which he eventually did after a great amount of time spent there. And when he did return, he was forever changed. His skin eternally cold and uh, hard to the touch. His eyes were changed in color. They were so pale as to be nearly white. And he would frequently have visions of very strange things. But that is a that is a tale of the gods. And those are the hardest to know what is the kernel of truth that lies at the heart of them.
1: And I have one last question. Okay. Do you have any stories of Farnel?
0: Farnel, the Druid,
1: yes, yeah, take out like Farnel's blade, and ah, show him,
0: yes, um, I do know this blade, this is his. What do you want to know about him?
1: I just wanted to know what kind of person he was, what kind of elf
0: he is one that I can see will end up maybe someday going on a walk through the woods, um there. Trees are dear to all of our hearts, but especially so to him. And to be honest, I think he would walk forever in the woods, even if it was in a more mundane sense than you are thinking. He was temperamental. He was not always easy to get along with. And he was more often riled up than most of us typically are uh he fought many fights and actually took very little treasure he fought for other reasons thank you for your stories did you best him in combat to get this sword from him believe
1: so We found a giant wolf at what we believe was his house
0: interesting and why do you think it was him
1: found the same colored wolf hair all over a bed.
0: Oh, and what about the other people at his house?
1: There was no one there. It looked like it had been abandoned.
0: Ah, well, that is
1: an interesting story. I also found his bow underneath the bed with all the wolf hair.
0: That is interesting. I may have to make a trip over the mountains to investigate myself.
1: Watch out for the giants and trolls.
0: And he laughs at this. And he's like, What are you talking about?
1: Yes, there's a giant king or giant lord that lives on the mountain now. He built
0: There are no giants in this world. They have a world of their own.
1: <laughs> I'm mean, gonna start laughing and go, Oh, you need to take a trip up to the mountain then.
0: And he just looks at you strangely. You can tell he doesn't believe you.
1: I've fought trolls on the mountains and there are giants up there. I almost got killed by a house cat, those about the size of two horses.
0: Well, that is a very colorful tale. Uh it does need some work though. I'm gonna show him like on my
1: arm the giant that looks like uniform dagger slashes all crossed.
0: And yet he remains unconvinced. Let's take some you,
1: more elves up there with it you. It
0: is odd that you and your companions are so scarred, is it not? Do you people not no. not deal with them, heal them?
1: How can even ah, this um, is this is with the help of our healing?
0: Well then, it seems you have much to learn. It is hard to live for so long and bear the scars of such distant battles for us. So
1: we wear them as a badge of honor if we earned them from a worthy opponent.
0: That is an interesting way to look at it, but I won't tell you how to live your life.
1: Again, thank you for your stories.
0: No problem. Is there anything else that you would like? No. I'm sorry I had to give you such condensed versions of our stories, but...
1: Maybe someday, when I find the answers I'm looking for, I can come back and hear the rest of them.
0: Well, the tale of Mel Githinan takes about seven months to tell. That's once I find the answer to my questions, I'll come back. Very well. <laughs> Just know, there are better storytellers than I. So, Draman, with your clairvoyant spell, you missed out on the first seven minutes of that. So, I will say that... Most of the talk about the undying forests, you missed. You came in around the tale of milwinen So you heard about how this lady came back from somewhere, saved a child of the lover that spurned her, and disappeared back into the woods and the rest. Uh, Freddie, you heard nothing. You just sat with Modril on the porch.
1: Yep. Cool. All right. We got here what we came for.
0: You got everything. Yep. You're gonna see. Like, hey, I'm what'd not, you ask about?
1: I'm not like super happy about everything, but it's why you got to be so sneaky.
2: Hmm. What'd you ask about? Business. I mean, we risked our lives to come over here with you. And we right. don't get to know anything. I'll tell you some of it eventually. Mm, next time, I'll let you go by yourself. Screw that. All right. I'm not gonna risk my life.
0: The storyteller. He, as he shuts the door to his house behind him, he asks the three of you, more or less at large, by the way, how fares the dragon? Yeah.
3: He's...
1: Moody. I
0: mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's
3: accurate. He's a dragon.
2: It's like an overgrown cat. He seems to be... an interesting description. He seems to be... Sad. Depressed.
3: Really? Yes. Do you have depression
0: here? How unusual um when an elf grows sad it frequently lasts for many many years uh, but when we are happy it also lasts for many many years
1: it looked more like he was sad that uh i'm gonna point to modrill like that Modril didn't seek come find him or seek him out
3: yeah he seemed let down that he was
1: and that you didn't have kids modrill <sighs> Yeah, oh, he didn't like uh he didn't like her he, joke yeah he didn't like the joke <laughs>
0: Yeah, we almost died because of that joke. Uh, Well, Modril doesn't understand you, but uh, you can see the words pass between the storytelling brother and him, and Modril chuckles near the end of this dialogue, and the storyteller shakes his head, and he turns to you and he says, I apologize for my younger sibling's lack of maturity. It was a mean prank to pull, and wasn't nice to involve you either.
3: It's okay. We all like a good prank every now and then, but just we... not when it's against the world-eating dragon. Yeah, we try and avoid dragon pranks as much as possible.
0: It's probably wise to do so.
2: Why yeah. did the dragon care so much about him having kids or not?
0: And he turns to Modril again. And they have a longer conversation. You can hear the storyteller ask, did you not tell them anything? You just sent them back out there blind? And Mojo responds in Elvish. And he, the storyteller, turns back to him and he says, the dragon cares or shows whatever care he has left because at one point the dragon was our collective father. That was before he was a dragon, however,
1: wait,
2: what, wait a minute, what? wait a minute, you <laughs> gotta unpack
1: wait this, whoa, so whoa. you're saying that you have a dragon, daddy,
0: <laughs> hes do you not He's have, king daddy dragon, do you not have dragons in your world?
1: We do, but they're never fathers we, they're not fathers of of people of a whole city Ki-
0: what
3: how, how did that happen what before he was a dragon. so what was he he
0: Harnet he- does not like me to tell this story very often because it is, in his mind, shameful for our entire family.
1: So you're saying that Harnet's whole life purpose is to kill his dad and all his dr- dragon brothers and siblings.
0: Well, the dragon does not have any dragon brothers. He just has elven brothers. But uh, yes, otherwise that summation is correct. Can, can we, will, is there any way that we can hear about? And he turns to the maybe one or two elves that are still hanging about on the porch across the street. And this time he he shouts at them, you two get lost. And I mean, if it's a private
1: conversation, I'm going to hold out the amulet.
0: And he shakes his head and says, no, this is, let's go back inside. And he opens the door back up and gestures for all of you collectively. How
3: oh, do we get to come in now? Yes, you do. I I follow into the abode. abode.
0: Okay, uh, the abode having been entered is <laughs> dark and cool, and there are couches. Is it a and damp seats. abode? No, you were just in here. You know it's dry and it smells pleasant. Anyway, not like pie pleasant, just vaguely. You know, decent. Someone put out some wildflowers a while ago, and the scent lingers in the air. Anyway, he has you all take a seat, and he returns briefly from some other place, bearing a tray of beverages for you all. And then he sits down among you, and he says, First of all, I don't think I ever introduced myself. My name, simplified for you all, is Ruchel, and I am the middle brother, I suppose of the brood. <laughs> and he chuckles at his own joke, uh, calling the children of an of a dragon a brood. <clears throat> Does that joke transcend language? So, uh, the language thing. Before he left home, I accidentally tasted the dragon's blood. And now I can talk to all people and understand their languages. And the speech of birds as well. They don't have much interesting to say for the most part. What do they say? <laughs> um mostly they're talking about what they're going to eat next or where they're going to poop. Uh or they're looking for mates. So really, when you when you when you abstract things, it's not entirely too different from what we say. We just <laughs> are better at saying it. Sure, sure.
3: Uh, yeah, that's that's accurate. All the songs we write
0: are about doing it. Yeah. <laughs> What a crude <laughs> idiom. Uh, but no, it the understanding that I get is I understand your meaning. And the same for you when I speak. And it is rather convenient for a storyteller, but also something of a curse. As it makes me even more susceptible to the draconic corruption that now runs in our veins. So... Questions or just story time?
2: So you're saying you're part dragon and
0: part elf right now? Uh, No. So you have dragons in your world, right? Yes. Do you know where dragons come from? Nope. Dragon mommies? Well, these days... They're dragon storks. Most dragons are made the, uh, the old-fashioned way. when a mommy dragon and a daddy dragon love each other very much and they date for an appropriate amount of time and discover that they are compatible and all that stuff no, with eggs dummies most dragons are hatched of eggs but the original dragons or the original dragon he was an elf like me who amassed so much treasure and guarded it so jealously and with such greed that it changed him. At first, just his his temperament. Then he, well, it is said that he lost his mind, but really it was his mind shifting into another more bestial form, and gradually his body followed with until he became... The monster that we know as dragons today.
1: You're saying if I hoard enough treasure, I can be a dragon. No, you're not an elf.
0: I do not know how things work for people.
1: So you're saying
2: it's worth a shot to try.
0: I would not recommend it to anyone. It is a...
2: Don't say that. That's like telling him, go for it.
0: (laughs) Frightful and lonely and paranoid existence where... Everyone is your enemy, seeking to take your treasure from you, and there are no friends, and there are no family. Sounds like you're describing my life,
1: yeah.
3: to a T. Except for he'd be able to fly, then. <laughs> yes,
1: except I can fly and, and be and breathe indestructible fire. and live forever. Yeah, so like I'm only seeing pluses of this. I'm not seeing the cons.
0: You would not keep your traveling companions. You would not keep your friends. Again, I'm only Again. saying
1: pluses, <laughs> not cons.
0: Well, if that is the truth, I am truly, sincerely very sorry for you. For you must be a very sad person.
1: No, no, not really. You just drowned out the voices of all your innocence. Sad,
3: strange little man. Except he's not very little.
0: This is what happened to our father. He, In his time, when he was really alive, he was a hero, an adventurer. He went to the land of the giants, and he fought the giants, and he went to the land of the dwar, and he fought the dwarves, and he won many duels and gathered much treasure, and he found lost things that had almost become forgotten, even by the storytellers. And he amassed a great fortune, almost by himself. And while when we were children... He was still an elf. We got to witness his transformation as his wealth consumed him and eventually took him from us. He lived in the house, the building on the top of the hill. And one day, our oldest brother confronted him or went to confront him to see if this could be stopped somehow. And a battle ensued, and our brother was killed, and the beast fled into the mountains. And in the morning, when the fire raging through the building had died down, and when we were courageous enough to go exploring, we found every coin, every trinket, every piece of treasure was gone. And all that remained were the, was the burnt-out husk of the building and the body of our older brother. And so, our father is dead to us, but the dragon remains. Wait. And that is why it is so odd to find him suddenly sentimental about things like, well, us.
1: Well, he was really mad about the giants that moved into the mountains.
0: There are no giants in this world.
1: We stole one of their cloud ships. We were on they one are, of their cloud ships. They are all here. That's how we met your father. He tried to murder us on that.
0: Oh, they are definitely giants. Giants have a world of their own. And though they sometimes travel, they never settle. Well, because they're settling up on that They are sustained by their world. As are all of us. What Them if, more so, though. And they cannot live so if they for this, any long period of
1: time. They had this giant obelisk thing in the middle of their hole is it channeling
2: some kind of magic from their world it was crazy magic it was painfully
0: i have never heard anything like that
2: it was and i am so mad,
0: incredulous maybe you saw a giant incursion maybe you saw a a beachhead a raiding camp and if that's the case then yes we should all be worried No, it was a full-on longhouse. We
2: lived in the walls of that place for over a week. It's a whole palace being built up there. I do
0: not know how, but I am afraid that somehow you are mistaken. All right. That's cool. Don't,
2: Don't listen to us. But I do have a question. If everyone is supposed to be living off of their world, what about us? This is not our world.
0: I do not know.
2: Are you saying that we might... Die at any moment without. Do you feel like you're going to
0: die?
3: Sometimes. Don't. No, Draman's just over dramatic. Yeah, don't, <laughs>
0: totally don't worry about
1: Draman. He feels like that way all the time. Sometimes. He lost something precious to him. I want to talk about
0: my feelings. No, no one wants <laughs> to hear him. Giants require a great amount of the sustenance of their world in order to persist outside of it. And that is why they can only raid or drift through traveling, sightseeing before moving on. Not all of the various peoples from the various worlds are the same. The Dwar establish colonies underneath our mountains all the time that persist for ever. They never leave once they get in the mountains. And I don't, I do not know how they do that. I do not know if they bring some magic with them but they seem much more capable of it than the giants as for the elves we have never had a reason to leave our paradise of a home I don't know about you though
2: uh I mean we didn't leave on purpose
0: interesting we kind of accidentally
3: you could say that in in a sense accidentally we jumped through a well. Interesting.
0: Very interesting.
2: You can add that to your your stories.
0: Jumped through a well and came out another world?
1: Yep. We also, to get out of the well, we had to collect a bunch of magic gold to float to the top.
3: Interesting.
1: Then we had those gold stolen from us by three other people.
3: We're really sharing a lot of information here, <laughs> are we? Uh... <laughs> Thomas! <laughs> Who? Th- who?
0: Three people.
1: We don't know their names. They looked like you. They had two swords. The swords were poisoned. Ah! They, they- rode on horses that had no stirrups. Ah!
0: Mm-hmm. I know who you're talking about. They were really mean. Yeah, they and stole, they his, stole armor. his
2: armor. That's why he's a
0: little bit hurt. They have a reputation for being somewhat rowdy, not entirely unlike my father in his younger days, but. Much less successful, I believe. You say they took gold from you? Just regular?
1: No, it was the magical. It was the gold from the well. I'm going to draw them a picture of it. They also took all of our
2: magical items and weapons. Did you fight them? We
1: we tried. Yeah, after they wouldn't give the gold back.
0: Interesting. So you draw them a picture of those weird. Rectangular gold coins He says, ah, those I can't say I Recognize them immediately But they look more of Dwarven Origin than Alvin We don't really use Currency
1: he Seemed really excited to, to get them
0: Well, then I suppose They had been looking for them There must be something special about them
1: and They also wouldn't go into the well to get them themselves
0: How much gold was there?
1: Uh, a thousand pieces.
0: That sounds like a, um, the dwarves when they lose uh, a war, rather than part with their items, they create tribute, uh, and they tend to give it in nice round amounts, like a thousand.
2: That's interesting because they Perhaps didn't want was... any of the other gold that we had. They just wanted that gold.
0: Perhaps it is meaningful in some way or for some reason. Any other questions? I have one. Yes.
2: Have you, aside from the people traveling through the trees, have you heard of anybody going to another land before?
0: Yes. Yes, there are plenty of stories of heroes and gods traveling between lands. Uh, My own father went to the land of the giants to steal some of their renowned treasures from them. How did he do that? There are a few crossing over points for the lands of the giants, none of which are particularly well known. When the giants come, they come through the sky. So perhaps one could find a way to retrace those paths.
2: Are there any other lands that you know of that have been mapped by anyone besides the land of the giants?
0: Far below us, there is a land of the dwarves. They frequently dig there somehow, although it is not quite as simple as that. There is some magic involved to take them from the deep roots of our world and bring them into the depths of theirs. Would have to talk to them about that, and I wish you good luck with that, should you try. They do not like sharing information with outsiders. have tried to collect some of their stories on occasion and they are never willing to accommodate
2: yeah they don't really like you guys much
0: Jeez. well don't worry too much for the feeling is perfectly mutual it is it is a silly folk who get so caught up in shiny things
1: yeah thomas as i'm counting my shekels
3: you you are gonna become a dragon <laughs> we just established possible you're gonna become a dragon that's that's i it. have a new goal that's in game who cares play. about Never told him that Sean. Yeah. <laughs> who cares about the forest
1: i'm becoming a treasure goblin i don't
3: Yikes, have any more questions yeah what about yeah. you guys no um i'm still a little shook from the information we've already gotten that's this world is getting more and more ridiculous the more time we spend in it. I thought we learned everything, but then you know. What do you were... mean
0: ridiculous? I think it's very well thought out.
2: I mean, compared to it? Eidoron, being... it's all crazy talk. <laughs>
0: it...
3: I um, I I don't know what to do. let be he on help? our way. Yeah, could he help us in our quest at all? <laughs> uh, is there
1: mm... is there a faster way of getting to Eluhor's?
0: Faster way than what? Walking. Yes, I would take a ship across the sea. It is dangerous, but much faster.
3: Do you know where we could get a ship?
0: Uh, At the seashore.
3: Do you have any connections to anyone that would be able to sail us across and knows how to do it?
2: You don't trust us sailing anymore? (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, I know people who live by the sea. People with boats. I could send you in their direction if you like.
3: Yeah, would you be willing to, to give us a, an introduction? Um...
0: Well, it's not near here. You would probably want to take the river down to the sea and then cross the sea. Okay. But that, that would be faster than walking, certainly.
1: All right, yeah. Well, take that.
0: Is that it? Yeah. All right. Then I will enjoy what is left of the evening on my porch. Thank you for uh, your time. I unfortunately only have one other chair to share, and I think Modril has laying claim to that to sing me his sad lamentations. Uh, oh, Modril! Of the
1: would you like to come with us? Come where? To Alohorus.
0: Why would I want to go to Alohorus? Oh, how is he talking to you? Uh, the message is translated from. Ruheil, uh or through Rukhail to Modrill and back. Uh, he wants to know why he would want to go to Alahuara's with you.
1: Adventure, make a name for yourself.
0: Um, just give him your device. I yeah. have porch sitting to do. All
1: right, I'm <laughs> gonna hand I'm gonna hand Modrill the device. Okay,
0: Modrill says, why would I want to go to Alahuara's with you?
1: Adventure, you can make a name for yourself. Traveling, get some gold.
0: That it
3: Ensure you would Pick Be adventurous hot elf and
0: <laughs> What was that last bit?
3: <laughs> Make sure that you never become a dragon yourself By yeah. adventuring And staying active
0: Never. Well it's for the gold That turns you into a dragon So oh, yeah, I would have to be extra careful It yeah. Just somehow the gold runs to me, in then. families Once it happens once it can happen again then More it, easily
1: I will take the burden from you by having the game.
3: <laughs> yeah, Thomas is willing to sacrifice. He's he he does the hand signal for ha 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 ha. You have to sign that.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, it's completely deadpan face. Ha 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 ha. Oh, uh, it's a lol. He give you a lol. But like an eye roll lol. Yeah.
1: Um Yes, but think about all the fun you could have. You'd be traveling with us going to New places, I mean, I don't know. If do you thought. want an adventure? Yeah, we were already on one.
0: Mm, never mind. Something
1: that you could have no, seen. don't never mind. You could have seen never giant. mind. If you were with us, you could have seen giants. But if you want to go on an adventure with us in on the one that you're talking about, let's go.
3: Don't never mind.
0: Yeah, we're, what were very. You
3: Interested with what you have to say. We don't have a time schedule, just impending death.
0: Talk in the morning. Yeah.
3: Promise.
1: Promise you won't run away again?
0: I didn't run away. You guys You ran away. Didn't come back. We did. You just went. Well eventually, but I wanted to come here and it's a long
3: way. It's a day's walk. Okay, you promise you'll be here tomorrow morning? I rode my horse. You promise you'll be here tomorrow morning?
0: Yes, I'm not going anywhere.
3: Okay. Yeah, we neither are we.
1: Except you're going away with us.
3: That was ominous. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha ha. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) And he picks up his lyre.
0: (laughs) And he picks up his lyre and he goes and he sits on on the porch with his brother. And he starts strumming a morose melody. The sun has set now and the sky is indigo, fading to black. What are you all doing? The houses are lit from the inside with magical lanterns and torches, and it is getting... There's a summer cool in the air, and fireflies in the streets. Right. So, what are you going to do? Bed. Got a bed.
3: Uh, <laughs> do we, but do we, we know where we're staying? I mean, are we just no, setting up camp outside? Yeah, exactly. So We, we can need camp out to... on his porch. Well, he said we were were welcome up in... We should ask them.
1: No, just go up to the... We're already welcome at the uh, big house thing.
0: So, you guys, you would have gotten this. The whole town is referred to as Harnett's home. It was all Harnett's place. Remember how Lynn and Run were going to build you an addition? That happened here...
2: Multiple times.
0: So many times, it became like a small town. Okay. This is... A house. One house. One house. So that means that we
1: can just crash in anyone's
0: that doesn't have people in it. The the buildings are akin to rooms or or an in law suite. Gotcha. So like you can't just be like, nope, this is my bed now. Right,
1: then I'm gonna find a patch of grass and set up the tent.
0: Are there any that aren't taken? Or hallways or anything? I mean you you do not currently have line of sight on every single bed. I'm sorry. Can I run
2: through every single house and check? (laughs) No. I cast
1: clairvoyance.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Five hundred times.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I'm just gonna find a patch of grass and set up camp.
0: Uh, The nearest one is immediately next to (sighs) Ruhail's porch. Yep. Uh, He's like, what are you doing? Uh, Setting up camp. You can just stay in the hunting hall. Where's that? The big Uh, one. It's the it's the big building at the top with all the hunting trophies. Oh, thank
1: you. Oh,
0: is that what all the bows are? Uh, yes. Harnet is a hunter, specifically for dragons, and most of the people here have come to adventure with him because he has developed quite a good reputation. Makes and we sense. Are, we are hunters of all types of beasts, magical and mundane. Me too. they are. I just tell the stories when the nights are too cold to go stalking prey.
1: I'm not a bad hunter myself.
0: Well, you should have something to talk about when you're up there.
2: Alright, I'm gonna run up there because I'm ready for bed.
0: Okay, you go up there and now the hall is filled. The tables are full of people and it's not like a loud bar chatter. It's just a low hum. Uh, There are People outside in the, the courtyard as well, and the doors to the building are wide open. But you can find Hartnett fairly easily. Uh, pretty much smack dab in the middle of the room uh, at the largest of all of these circular tables. And it looks like he isn't doing too much. Um, might be on the verge of dozing off. I'm just going to go to bed. I'm going go night-night. Um all right, so you go up to Harnett, you ask, hey, where can we sleep? He says, Oh, you can go find a room uh off that hallway over there. You go to that hallway, you go find a room, there's beds in there. Whoop-de-doo, you go to bed?
3: Yep. Uh we yes. Great. We we talk to Harnett. (laughs) Great role playing, guys. We talk to Harnett. (laughs) We talk to Harnett and Mm -hmm. ask him where would be the best place for us to set up camp. And for he, tonight, they would be safe.
0: He says, oh, there are rooms uh, available for guests uh, just through that door. There's a hallway. Um, and it's okay for us any... to stay there? Yes. Any door that is open is free for you to use. Uh, well, I'll make my way
3: through there and, and scope out the closest one.
0: The first one you come to has two beds in it. One roughly equates to a twin. The other roughly to a double.
1: you all sleeping together. Who's gonna be my cuddle buddy. I'm yep. gonna find another open room.
0: The next door down the hallway is open as well. It has two twins in it.
1: I'm gonna throw my bag on one and take the other one.
0: Okay. And I'm
3: gonna lock the door. I spread the out. Door on does the door does full.
0: not have a lock. Okay. Okay. So you all going to bed? Yeah,
3: we'll we'll go to bed.
0: Okay. Good night. Alright, before I let you go, thank you so much for listening to the show. We really appreciate it, and if you haven't already, be sure to get in touch with us over social media, because we just love to hear from you. Remember that we're releasing our next episode two weeks from today on Wednesday, the 10th of February, and until then, keep it nerdy, everyone.